0: This episode of Market Foolery is brought to you by Casper, an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price because everyone deserves a great night's sleep. Get $50 off any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com/fool and enter the promo code FOOL. It's Thursday, March 9th. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill, joining me in studio once again, back by popular demand from Motley Fool Funds, Bill Parker.
1: Thanks for being here, Thanks for having me. It's hard hard to believe there was any popular demand. You know what? To have me come back,
0: I probably overstated that, uh, or just stated made it, it up. Really,
1: I didn't make it up so much as I was Wait, let, inaccurate. Let me ask this: Did anybody ask that I come back this week? No. So you made it up. I asked that you come back. So oh, technically, okay. yes. Yeah. But in terms of the listeners, so
0: you are. When we talk about popular demand, we're talking about you. In this particular case, yes. Got it. I wanted you back because the response from listeners. To our Tuesday episode, in which one of the stories we talked about involved Casey's General Store and Wawa, the response from listeners was overwhelming. And by overwhelming, I mean I was genuinely surprised by the volume of email that I've gotten in the really? last 48 hours. Because
1: I told you that uh, the, the there was a cult around Wawa. You told me you that? didn't
0: believe me. I I believed the cult, and I believed you when you said you're going to get a few email i got more than a few, and we will get to those. So really, it's Wawa is back by popular (laughs) demand. Apparently. Uh, We've also got an update on South by Southwest, which is next week. We're going to be down there. We've got a whole week planned. We'll get to those details. But first, there were some actual earnings. Actual companies reporting actual earnings. And we'll start, once again, with the RV business, Camping World Holdings. They're in the recreational vehicle business. Fourth quarter profits look good, but their overall sales were light. And I am assuming that is why shares of Camping World Holdings are down about 9%. Yeah,
1: it's that. And so, this uh, is a company. And there are a number of markers that the RV uh, industry, the RV sector, uh, is getting richly valued. Uh, So, one would be just looking at the performance of the, the larger companies in the space. Thor, uh, which we talked about on Tuesday, and two of its suppliers, Drew and Patrick, were all up about seventy-five to eighty percent last year. Right, so we know that in the market there is a reversion to the mean, and that uh, what goes up dramatically does not always keep going up dramatically. So, uh, Camping World Holdings came public last October, but twenty twenty-two dollars a share, and was thirty-five dollars a share going into Today's report, uh, and so you know, it was up more than fifty percent in five months. That's positively snap-like, <laughs> <laughs> except Snap did it in
0: a day before falling back to earth. Right,
1: and and the RV industry has has continued to actually put up some good numbers uh, this quarter, uh, but stock prices uh, are are deemed by the market uh, as of this week to have gotten a little bit ahead of themselves. Uh, as you mentioned, Camping World's uh, revenues were just, just a little bit light, light by about 1% uh, against expectations. Actually, it put in uh, very good numbers in terms of its uh, bottom line um, earnings per share profitability, much better than expectations, but the market, I suppose, is looking at uh, revenues and, and saying maybe things are slowing. I, I don't think the numbers it, indicate that things are slowing that much yet for RVs, But, given the uh, expansion of stock prices, sure, take a little money off the table. I don't
0: watch the CNBC primetime show, The Profit, uh, and yet, as I understand it, the host of that show, Marcus, is it Lemonis or Lemonis? believe it's Lemonis. We Limonis. haven't met, but uh, yeah. Um, the host of that show is the CEO of Camping World. Yes, and is, I'm assuming that is a net positive for Camping World Holdings. That um, that his hosting that show brings some attention to uh, a, not just an industry that really doesn't get a lot of coverage, but certainly a company that doesn't get a lot of coverage. Uh, I'm assuming that's a positive, as opposed to like a Jack Dorsey situation where, if you're a shareholder of Twitter or a shareholder of Square, you're wondering why one person is the CEO of both companies. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, well, like yourself, I, I haven't seen the show, so we're making a lot of assumptions, but I have seen the commercials for it, because they're on all the time on CNBC. Yeah, uh, that's 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 how we're aware of his body of work, is that he is being promoted constantly uh, by CNBC, and I'm sure that that uh, focus and that attention I don't know if he ever talks about uh, Camping World on his show The Prophet, uh, or is introduced as, as that being one of the things uh, that he does. Uh, but I think that it probably it has brought the attention of the company to people who otherwise wouldn't have. They, they figure, hey, I, I trust this guy. This guy seems smart and successful, and CNBC promotes him all the time, and I'll invest alongside him. And if so, between October and yesterday, that worked out really well for you. You know, today the stock's down 9%, but uh, like I say, that's that's after you, you are not going to get 50%. Uh, increases in your stock uh, over six months again and again and again and again without interruption.
0: It would be nice though.
1: It would be great. And <laughs> that's what we're all looking for. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think it was a good quarter. Um, you know, he talked about uh, on the conference call, and I'm uh, referencing uh, my colleague, Charlie Travers, sending this to me. So I have to vouch for his work on it. But, uh, it's you know they, they are seeing Lamonas is not seeing any slowdown in traffic in, in recent months uh, in any geography they're they're quite happy with the numbers that they're seeing so you know that doesn't mean that the price of the stock uh, is immune from the, the kind of minor uh, miss on revenues that the company put up today but I, I think over the long term look it's a cyclical industry and there are reasons to be concerned that you're investing at the top. Uh, there's more indication that we're not at the top yet. as I've said before the macroeconomic indicators that you would look at for RVs include uh, the price of gas which is goes into the cost of um, not, not the cost of, of buying it. that's interest rate dependent. Uh, the cost of gas is you know the, the ownership costs and uh, also jobs. All those numbers are still good. Gas is still at a good price. Uh, interest rates are going up, but still very, very low by historical standards. And jobs jobs numbers keep coming in very good.
0: Let's move on to Signet Jewelers, which is the parent company of Zales. You haven't beaten up on them in days. Well, stay tuned. Uh, Kay Jewelers and Jared, uh, fourth quarter sales were a little light due to falling uh, comps. Uh, shares of Signet, though, up a little more than 8% this morning. And I'm assuming that is in part because the stock has been beaten down. Most recently, in the wake of the Washington Post story about the allegations of rampant years, years of rampant sexual harassment in the workplace, along with terrible wage disparity as well. And CEO Mark Light continues to maintain his silence.
1: Yes, I think that uh, the uh, CEO Mark Light, who's who's, um, you know, one of the people who is being accused of all of this, right? And you've covered that. And uh, the thing about so, if we're just looking, sometimes we we focus on what is going on today with the stock. Uh, We're covering this as news. The news today is the numbers that have come out. And they were fine, and I think given the the beating that the stock has taken, they've put forward. They're not giving quarterly guidance, but they do give uh, annual guidance. So for fiscal year uh, 2018, the company's put out seven dollars a share to $7.40 uh, a share uh, of uh, earnings per share. That's their guidance, and the stock, even after going up today, trading at uh, around seventy bucks a share, so a little bit less than ten dollars a share. I'm sorry, a PE of 10, which is attractive in this market. And I think that is the reminder that as much as maybe this isn't the right CEO for this company, uh, they've got a business that has you know good earnings power, mall-based though it may be, and same-store sales declined 4.5% for the quarter, and they're guiding to mid-single-digit, low-to-mid-single-digit. Um, same-store uh, sales uh, declines next year. So, they're looking at the same sort of factors that I think I, I'm sure other people have been talking about again and again and again from all-based uh, companies. Bake all that in, they're still trading at a significantly below market multiple, and that that's attractive today.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens to this company in three months because, if again, no, no, no indication from the company, nothing in their, either in their statement, and as best I can tell, uh, on their conference call this morning, there was no talk of uh, the allegations against them in terms of the corporate culture. I'm curious to see what this company's report looks like in three months, because if they really take a hit on sales in any significant way, as you say, from a stock standpoint, this is a, a pretty attractive stock. Uh, this is a business that is not going away because, as you and I have talked about before, we all still <laughs> agree to go along with the the notion that diamonds are incredibly valuable because they are incredibly valuable. At least that's the circular logic, and kind of like we've seen in other businesses at other points in time. Yeah, you take you take Mark Light out of the CEO office, and you put someone else in there, and you you address the corporate culture issue head-on, then all of a sudden this becomes a more attractive business, I think, and and potentially a more valuable one.
1: Yeah, I haven't followed it uh, closely enough to comment on just the degree to which management may be uh, holding things back here. Obviously, the headlines are quite damaging, and uh, that is a problem, and that's going to be a distraction. Uh, for this management team, and you know, they, they, need, they need to address the situation there. And in the absence of doing that effectively, they're going to lose some customers. And why not? There are plenty of other places that sell the same sort of thing and don't have the same clouds hanging over them. So, I, it's a brand-damaging thing, um, although you know, we'll, we'll see to what degree uh, consumers stay away.
0: And just to remove Signet Jewelers from the equation completely, um, this situation is playing out with another company which is currently private, and that's Uber. Uh, I got the chance to interview Michael Lewis yesterday. That interview is going to run on Motley Fool Money this weekend. And one of the things we talked about was Uber. And you just looked at the way Travis Kalanick, the CEO, is, you know, repeatedly shooting himself in the foot. And you think, you know, what if if they can get a CEO in there who's ready for the public markets, uh, th- thats a business that becomes more interesting and potentially more valuable.
1: True, possibly. I mean, he's he's got probably a bigger uh, claim to the success of Uber, which is phenomenal, um, than you know the CEO at, at Signet has. Yes. So, I think that uh, this may be a, a hiccup for for Uber. Um, And everything's multiplied by so much. One, given there is video, uh, damaging video for him, and that always makes things, uh, you know, five times, as as bad. You've got uh, who know how many how many claimants in the Signet uh, uh, lawsuit.
0: Oh, it's uh, upwards of seventy thousand,
1: right? And but you you don't have the video. Not yet. One video would would make this a, a bigger news story than than those seventy thousand, you know, class action um, claimants. So uh, that's that's one of the reasons that we're more aware of the Uber problems, and it's just a more high profile thing. Um, so I I think that uh, being private, it's a good time to be private for Uber. All right. Before we go on, I've got to say a word about Casper.
0: Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. Casper is made of supportive memory foam for a sleep service with just the right sink and just the right bounce. They offer free delivery and painless returns within a 100-day period, so you don't have to lie down in a showroom, which nobody wants to do. Nobody ever. That is the worst part. That, along with trying to get the mattress back. If you've ever seen like someone driving down the road and they've got a mattress strapped to the roof of their small car, that's
1: just that yeah, has danger that's, written that's all over not, it. We, we uh, once had to drive a moose head uh, like 500 miles. A moose head? Yeah, on like, top of a car,
0: like the mounted head of a moose. Yeah. And w- was there any at, at any point did you think, oh
1: my gosh, this is totally going to fall off? We may not like get through the toll booth kind right. of thing. Yeah. I, I, a lot of people would uh, stop and point like. Do you know you've got a moose head on top of your cart? I mean, it was tied down. It's not like it was balanced up there. It wasn't going anywhere. You know what you needed? You needed the Casper mattress
0: of moose head delivery back then. Because, you know, in that case, you got delivery, free delivery, and you got painless returns. It's a tough segue, isn't it? It is a little tough. (laughs) Not as smooth as I would have liked. Let's move on. Casper's mattresses are made in the U.S. They offer free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada, and you can save an additional fifty dollars off a mattress purchase by going to Casper.com/fool and entering the promo code Fool. That's Casper.com/fool. Use the promo code Fool. Terms and conditions apply. Let's lighten things up with, well, a company that's all about. Lightening things up, and that's Party City. Uh, shares up a little bit this morning, despite the fact that fourth quarter revenue and profit were a little light. Uh, this was not a big miss, but the company said, and I'm sorry for laughing, but the company said that an unfavorable calendar shift impacted their Halloween sales.
1: Halloween came, uh, you know, at a bad date this year. <laughs> there was no way, there was no way to prepare for it. Coming in at the end of October this year.
0: Now, in defense of Party City, you want Halloween t- to happen on a Friday or a Saturday. I get that. It, it, last Halloween, it came on a Monday, or last year, it came on a Monday. I get that. That's legitimate. By the same token, you had all year to prepare. You knew, you knew on January 1st of 2016, when you looked at your calendar, how are we going to do in, uh, in the last quarter? Well, here's the thing, boss. Halloween is coming on a Monday. Okay, all right. Let's see what we can do. To, we're going to have to adjust for that.
1: <sighs> <laughs> yeah, there are enough. Okay, so there are enough parties over the course of the year uh, that the calendar is going to be. Uh, you know, it's going to even out over the course of the year, but not over the course of a quarter. And and that's from an investing. Perspective. That's worth remembering. That uh, these are real things. Uh, that the timing of holidays uh, falling inside or outside of a quarter. Now, I mean, the actual holiday falls in in the same quarter every year with this. But there's something like Easter, we're going to hear about this. Um, you know, in three months when we go through earnings season, companies talking about the timing of Easter, and I mean, Easter really moves uh, because, of course, coming as it does, you know. When Easter comes every year, right? Uh,
0: Yeah, forty days after uh, Ash Wednesday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's typically how it works. I believe it's the uh, first Sunday after the first full moon uh, after the vernal equinox.
0: Okay, let's go with that.
1: So that's, (laughs) if I'm right about that, uh, it moves around by weeks, and so there are many companies that not just in the sort of restaurant or party uh, business, but uh, vacations uh, often uh, are, are right around Easter uh, for school timing. And so, we're going to see that uh, next uh, next quarter, you know, next earnings season, as to who was affected by it. Uh, it just moves things around. So, things moved uh, You know, out of that quarter. Some, something else you know, is going to fall on a particularly good day of the week, whether it's Fourth of July or, or whatever. It'll, it'll all work out. Do you, when was the
0: last time you set foot inside a Party City?
1: Not sure I ever have. Really? You got to go sometime. I mean, uh, I've been into a store that was like Party City, and it might have been Party City, but it's been <laughs> years like, since I was uh, responsible in any way for helping out on the kids' birthday parties. Wow. So, so at this point, your kids are old enough. You're like you're on your own. Well, what do you go in there for? <laughs> are, you, are you? I mean, you party more than I do. I take it. If you're no. just hanging out there no, for but most I,
0: weeks. There there's there's something to be there tonight? No, no, no. There's something about Party City. I don't know why this is, but anytime I have gone in there, I have always ended up spe- and th- there are other retailers that are like this where people say, Oh, if I go into that place, I'm gonna spend more money than I than I intend to. Party City is one of those places I, I only go there maybe once or at most twice a year, but I always end up spending more. In part because it's just like, sure, why not? Why not? I'm not here that often. Why not buy whatever that thing is over there? I'm usually there with one of my kids.
1: Impulse purchase of three Halloween costumes this year. Exa- uh, exactly. You got one for coming into the office. This office takes Halloween very seriously. Very seriously. So you need one for that. Yep. One for the party. You know, going out trick or treating with. Kids. There's no limit, really. Exactly. So you shouldn't go. You should not go in this year. They may have been affected by you uh, around Halloween.
0: It is but here's the thing, it's one of those places where I I, I don't I I think the experience of going in there is like the best thing they have. Yes, I get that they need to have an e commerce platform. Of course they do. But I think that you're not making impulse buys online at a place like Party City. But if you if they can actually get people in the store, then they're gonna get people like me who are just
1: opening up the wallet. So I had gone to their site earlier today, and I'll go there again right now. And then what's featured on there is some St. Patrick's Day uh, costumes. A lot of green. A lot of <laughs> a lot of green. A lot of you know. Let me guess. Red beards, <laughs> shamrocks, and hats. And, and, so yeah, what, what are you going to be doing for St. Patrick's Day? It's a pretty big, pretty big holiday for you.
0: You know what? If you're legitimately Irish, it's just you know, it's just another day. It's it's just belt out Danny Boy a couple of times. Sure. Let's go with all those stereotypes. (laughs) Um, Before we dip into the full mailbag, as I mentioned, uh, next week, we're going to be in Austin, Texas, uh, for South by Southwest. So, market foolery all week. And Industry Focus, uh, as well, Dylan Lewis, uh, one of the hosts of Industry Focus, is going to be going down to Austin, Texas, along with me and producer Dan Boyd and Simon Erickson, uh, one of our analysts from Motley Fool Explorer.
1: So, you're Uh, going to be in there. Like, there for, for St. Patrick's Day?
0: Uh, I'm actually going to be back before St. Patrick's Day,
1: yeah. So, the, no a celebration with um, you know, your adoring fans um, of St. Patrick's Day while are well, there?
0: Well, uh, that gives me the opportunity to mention, we are having a meetup Monday night, Monday the 13th. Uh, a, there's going to be a Motley Full happy hour at Guero's Taco Bar, 1412 South Congress Avenue. Me, Dan Boyd, Dylan Lewis, Simon Erickson, come join us if you're at South by Southwest or you live in the Austin area. Guero's Taco Bar, fourteen twelve South Congress Street, five to seven. We're going to be there, and we would love it if you could come out. Already, we've got an email from some of the listeners and uh, and members, and we'll put this on Twitter as well. Um, but we're also going to be at the podcast stage. They've got a whole setup uh, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday mornings. Market Foolery is going to be taping. Uh, so, so if you're actually there, we would love you to come by the JW Marriott, which is where the podcast stage is going to be set up. So, uh, drop us an email, at fool.com, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, but hopefully, if you're in Austin, we would love to see you at Guero's Taco Bar Monday evening. Holy cow, as I indicated at the top of this podcast, the reaction from listeners to Wawa, the outpouring of love for Wawa, and to a lesser degree, Casey's General Store. Uh, let me just read a few of these. From Brian, Wawa is the greatest convenience store in America. I'm from California. I live in Chicago and travel regularly for work. Going to Wawa is an amazing experience. I need to go back to Philadelphia now. From Arthur Aronson, it is the best convenience store chain, and a little-known fact, it actually started as a pipe and fire hydrant company. Did you know that?
1: No, I thought I thought it started as a dairy.
0: Uh, well, you know, Arthur would uh, take issue with, with what you think. From Liz Cooper coffee, snacks, lunches, both hot and cold, ATM machines with no charge at the machine. Okay, now I'm interested. Uh, they have a great trail mix in a resealable, uh, resealable package that keeps it fresh for a very long time. Some folks in central Pennsylvania go for sheets, but Wawa is better. Love the show. Thank you, Liz. Uh, that leads me to the, the One Pro Sheets. Email that we got from Justin uh, Long Launcher or Long Car. I'm sorry, Justin, for mispronouncing your last name. Uh, Justin simply wrote sheets, and then the greater than symbol, and then wawa. Uh, as I mentioned, we did get some email about Casey's from uh, Tim Chalik in Des Moines, Iowa. I'm afraid you undersold Casey's pizza a bit. Casey's is the number five pizza seller in the country. As a convenience store. I looked that up, by the way. He's absolutely right about that. When you think about the big pizza chains in America Pizza Hut, Papa John's, Domino's, Casey's General Store is number five. Did not know that. Uh, Tim goes on to write that may seem crazy to people on the coast, but the pizza is amazing. People go to most convenience stores when they need gas and only buy pizza if they have no other options and a strong stomach. In the Midwest, People go to Casey's for pizza and get gas if they happen to be empty. And from McKenna Hasse at Drake University, I'm sorry to hear that you have not been able to experience the insurmountable joy everyone experiences going to Casey's. Yes, Casey's is famous for pizza, but their donuts are awesome too. They also have other great hot foods. Lastly, they have these horribly evil little cups of Scotcheroo squares that just stare you down at the checkout and talk you into buying them every single time, basically the whole experience is magical.
1: It's, it's quite a contrast. So, when we talked about this uh, after the show, uh, Dan Boyd came in and really let us know just how bored he was with, with our going on and on about Wawa, and compared it to, Dan, help, help me out here.
0: Not a fan of Wawa, Dan Boyd. I think that's fair to say.
1: I'm not sure if he's a fan or not. He wasn't a fan of, of the amount of time that we dedicated to the I discussion of to me
2: coming over to your desk and with my dad and talking about one of our bird watching trips.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And let's be let's be let's be very fair to Dan. Um, there are certainly plenty of listeners who felt the same way. It was
1: probably <laughs> virtually all except the you know those from Philadelphia uh, and and the the uh, tri state area. So here's my takeaway from
0: from this whole exchange, starting on Tuesday and leading to all of these emails. In the same way that a few years back on Market Foolery, uh, we talked about burgers and started getting email from people about different burger chains, and that's where I first learned about Culvers, which is a Midwestern uh, burger chain, which l- looks pretty tempting, I have to say. And certainly from people on the West Coast about In and Out Burger. Saying you got it, like the next time you're in California, you got to go, you got to go. And finally, it got to the point where when I was in Arizona recently, I said that's it, I'm I'm going to In-N-Out Burger. The way I felt then about In-N-Out Burger, that's how I feel now about both Wawa and Casey's General Store. Now Wawa is going to be easier for me to get to because I know they have them in Delaware, and I go to Delaware every spring for for um, for rowing regattas. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to be able to hit that later this spring. Uh, I, I went to the Casey's General Store website. How close do you think the closest Casey's is? Ohio. Yes. Good guess. 400 miles from here. So, Casey's General Store is going
1: to be a little bit tougher for me to get to. Yeah, you're not making any promises I'm to not listeners about hitting Casey's in the near future. I tell
0: you what, if I have reason to go
1: to Did, Iowa Did you have a regatta to go to in Ohio, Ohio yeah, like the, last year?
0: The high school nationals were held in uh, You're in a home. hell of a dad.
1: Drive all the way out there. Well, you know,
0: I mean, uh, you a finalist again, Father of the Year? Uh, no, no, I, I I'm never, I'm never a finalist. I have moments, I have brief moments of like, well, that was good, that <laughs> was an above average dad moment for me. But no, when the, when they're tallying up the votes at the end of the year, it's like, oh, well, he kind of had that blip. But you then know why fought. that
1: is? Why you never make it? Why's that? Dog. The fact that I don't have a dog. Yeah. I say you can't be Father of the Year if you don't get your kids a dog. I mean, they're, they're, maybe that's my bias, but I tell you what: you want some, you want some listener email. You know, throw that out as a topic. What?
0: Whether or not getting, whether
1: you can only be Father of the Year if you get your kids a dog, assuming they want a dog.
0: I don't know if we're going to stir the same kind of passion we just saw with wildlife. Oh, uh, dogs general.
1: for dogs. There's right. even more passion for dogs than there is for Wawa. I don't
0: hard want, as it is to believe. I don't want anyone to think for one second that uh, I'm so close to being Father of the Year
1: that getting a dog will push me over the top. There's the, only one way to find out. There's, there's a lot. There's we're, a lot. We may never know unless you get get moving on this. A one. lot of room to make up. Um, was there uh, anything to talk about with with regard to Wawa? There really isn't. There's just you got a lot of email. We got a lot of email. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty much. And it. You were surprised. Um, and you welcome more by Wawa testimonials. Absolutely. People can email
0: us anytime they want. MarketFoolery at com. Email us about Wawa, Casey's General Store, or if you have stock questions, um, or if you're going to be in Austin, Texas next week for uh, South by Southwest. Producer Dan Boyd, very excited for the trip. To Austin, Texas, we went last year. We had a great time. um, What's the
1: highlight of South by Southwest in uh, your mind?
0: uh, I'll get Dan to weigh in in a second. What he thinks the highlight is. I mean, last year was the first time that I had gone. The overall experience was tremendous. Uh, Just seeing all of the um, all of the technology. There's, I mean, again, this is something that started as a music festival. Then they they added film and. South by Southwest interactive has grown over the years and so the tech scene is really amazing. Uh, there's so much enthusiasm for all everything from connected health to um, you know artificial intelligence uh, etc. So uh, just being there, being at the trade show, um, meeting people, uh, particularly the the staff people at South by Southwest who were just so excited and, and passionate about the event itself and so helpful. And patient with a first timer like me, that was fantastic. But Dan Boyd, what was the highlight for you last year?
2: Probably uh, Keith's barbecue, the food
0: (laughs) truck we went to every single day we were there. So uh, yes, that
1: was. (laughs) See, that's the thing. So when you you, what people are passionate about food, whether you're throwing out hamburgers or Wawa or like what's the best the part? This food thing that I fell in love with. Yes, and that's. What people are always going to be focused on, and in, and
0: and Dan's right. That was that was uh, the first day we were there. We do our taping uh, at the at the podcast stage, and then we go out and there was this whole area with a bunch of different food trucks, maybe like tw- twenty to thirty food trucks. And we did, there was only one that mattered. Right, and we did we did a complete walk around. We looked at all of them, and we we went to this one Keats Barbecue, which is a, a modified school bus, which has been turned into a barbecue food truck. And we went there. And then we went, as Dan said, we went back every single day. We we're like, well, nothing's going to top this. And uh, I don't regret that for one second.
2: Not at all. It was perfect. We're
0: going to have to drop them an email just to make sure they're going to be back. I
2: hope they're there. I really do.
0: All right, Bill Barker, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. For anyone listening, hope to see you next week at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about in the Motley Fool May have formal recommendations for or against. So no buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's gonna do it for this edition of Market Foolery. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Monday in
2: Austin. Let's But all of that vanished when you walked your fine self through that door, oh, ooh, baby, like a vampire in a horror movie, you gave me something so groovy, brought me back from And prove it brought me back from the dead, baby. You gave me a new start, like pulling that stake from my heart.